Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to TMZ Live. Harvey Levin here. Charles here. More about Britney's memoir. Uh, this has become a hot topic this week. Uh, we told you yesterday, we broke the story, that Justin got Timberlake pregnant. got Britney pregnant and he wanted her to have an abortion. She resisted at first, but ultimately did. Well, now we found out something else. You know that Justin Timberlake broke up with Britney Spears and the conventional wisdom was... It was because she cheated on him. There's well, more to the story. there is more to the story and because Brittany is saying touche. Yes, uh, in The Woman and Me, her memoir coming out next week, she claims that Justin cheated on her and she has details about when it happened and with whom <laughs> it happened. Although she doesn't name the person. Right. She says that the Though other person has a family, person. but this just describes it. It is a celebrity. Yes. Um, she says it is a, a, another celebrity uh, at the time, and it definitely casts a different, gives you a different view of what was going on in their relationship. Now, what we don't know is if she is addressing the fact that uh, the cheating allegation that about about her cheating. So maybe both happened. Or maybe she's gonna maybe she's gonna deny that she cheated, but she's but the, definitely saying. Well, but but the Justin. But the backdrop of this is, you know, after they broke up, Justin wrote "Cry Me a River," mm -hmm. which is essentially slamming Britney for cheating, and she seemed to co-sign on that. Here's a little bit of the her. year after "Cry Me a River." Right. She released a song called "Every Time," uh, which a lot of people, which you'll about you'll see a little bit of the song here, the music video. A lot of people felt this was her apologizing to Justin. Now that we've done this abortion story and we know that she's talked about that in her book, people are wondering if that Every Time song is actually to the baby, uh, or the unborn baby, I should say, because especially at the end of the music video, it shows a woman giving birth, and you can kind of tie those lyrics into her letting this child down. Except the, the only thing, and I get why people will look at it differently huh. now, now that they know about the abortion, huh. but I, I thought at the time, Brad, the, the songwriter, the, her co-writer on the song, acknowledged that it was a response to Crimea River. Yeah. So I would take it at that unless, look, for Britney it may have double meaning. But it also can, there can be several truths here all at once, right? Maybe the relationship did end because Britney was caught cheating, right? Which has been the narrative for years and years. But it could also still be true that maybe there was some cheating on Justin's side in the relationship and that didn't necessarily lead to the breakup. But what's mm -hmm. really interesting here is all the fallout that Britney had to deal with for years and years, you know, people assuming she was a cheater on this heartthrob and that he was torn and broken. 
I mean, a lot of people are bringing up the famous Diane Sawyer interview yeah. and scorching her again because she looked at Britney and said, what did you do that was so bad to him? And now people are looking at this kind of like you said, with fresh eyes and just looking at all the the hard uh, trials and tribulations that Britney had to go through, let alone, you know, little did we know that Britney, one, had an abortion with Justin's baby, and number two, that he also cheated on her. So it's a little unfair, you guys, a little unfair. You know, I, I just want to get back to the fact that there is a baby in that video. Mm -hmm. And I hear what you guys are saying, that it was acknowledged by the songwriter, but that's something, because... You know, she says in the book, and it totally makes sense, she wanted children. She yes. wanted children with Justin Timberlake. And um, and she wanted him for the rest of her life. And so she carried that regret and the sorrow and the decision she made for many years. It tore her apart privately. Yeah. And then when you see that music video, I don't know. I mean, I know no, the songwriter no, said it, but only, that's no, it, an odd thing. It is, but image. the way that people had always viewed the baby when you watched the entire video is that it was sort of a rebirth. That that Britney in the there's part of it seems like Britney dies, and then this baby is born at the same time she dies, and it's sort of unless a, this baby is a metaphor. And and, and the only other thing I would say is if it were really about the baby, that means that she would have had to shared the story about the abortion with the director of the music video. Right. Um, the creative director. Like, there are other people who would have to know about it. Or that. she uses... Because Britney didn't Or she does it as a subterfuge, not to but say to what it's her, about, but in it her head, it's meaningful. But also in the music video, mm -hmm. though, it's it's about Britney and this guy, and they're in this, like, very volatile relationship, and then she assumingly dies in a bathtub, and then that's when she appears in the hospital, and it's almost like she dies, but there's new life that comes you know, as the circle of life. This is Heidi from Las Vegas. Um, as a t over 20 year Britney fan, it's pretty trippy to see this video again. Um, and then just, you know, reading about what she's saying in the book, this video, I think it's absolutely about what her and Justin went through. And listen, I'm just so excited to get her book. And I'm so happy for her that we're finally gonna be able to um, learn about these stories from her own mouth. That yeah. we will. Yes, that indeed. we will. Okay, we're going to move on. Yes, to um, a uh, some surprising news, I think, from uh, Sophia Bush, uh, the One Tree Hill star who uh, recently filed for divorce. Back in August, uh, she filed for divorce um, and had only been married for just over a year. Uh, but she has now got a new relationship um, with a U.S. women's soccer star, Ashlyn Harris. And, um, you know... I, the, the other part of the story is that Ashlyn also just got divorced. So it is a very quick relationship that they are both into now. Ashlyn filed for divorce last month. Yeah, it, it's interesting. And, and uh, Ashlyn and, and uh, Allie, like you said, Charles, who was a, a fellow uh, U.S. Women's National Team star, they actually adopted two babies together during their four-year marriage. Uh, Sophia Bush's marriage was pretty brief. It was actually only 13 months, so and no kids there. Uh, it'll be interesting. I mean, they actually were friends. They ran in the same social circles for a while now, and I don't know. It's fascinating to me that they started dating. Yeah, it, it's real. It's surprise. I think I was surprised to be it's honest. Uh, honestly, to me, more than anything, it's, it's the can, timing. Can, can I tell you something? <laughs> it, it, we we see this now with celebrities because. Uh, Thank God, this society is much more open and accepting right. now. 
But I got to tell you, in my lifetime, in my youth, as I grew <laughs> older or whatever, I met a lot of people like this. Yeah. A lot of people who um, had, you know, relationships with, you know, a man with a woman, a woman with a man. And, you know, it shifted um, partly because of pressure back then to do that. Right, right. But I saw it so much that I, I, I really mean a lot. Yeah. Like no, a I, lot. I believe you, yeah. And, and, you know, as things got more tolerant in our society. Suddenly people felt comfortable. It was right. almost like the floodgates opened. So, you know, a lot of people think this is a new thing. It's not. This it's is a new really relationship, but she may have, but it's Oh, not no, new. I mean the concept of where oh, you. Oh, right, that you are with one I, gender and then I, I've just you seen Do you think for, you'll see more of it, Harvey? Will this happen more and more where you see people who might have been with the opposite sex for years, marriages, kids, and, and, and then people dating the same sex? I, I will tell you, I think what's happened is that you're not going to see people having relationships that are not their truth and because there's just more acceptance. That, right. Yeah, there's more acceptance. It still exists, obviously, in this country. But when I was young, there was, a, I mean, I almost, I almost got married right. um, to a woman. To a woman. And, um, and I, I got to tell you, there was a lot of pressure. Yeah. And I just think it's gotten better over time. I, I, I'll say this, Grant Hughes, who was the guy, the man that Sophia was married to, he has come out and actually supported this and says he wants what's best for Sophia Bush. So, uh, yeah, her ex, her soon-to-be ex-husband is, is even supporting her. Hi, I'm Amy from Staten Island. And... I'm happy for Sophia that she went and found the person she wants to be with. I mean, I know people who were married to men before, and now they've been together with women for like almost 30 years. I know from experience. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I thought you were yeah. going to tell the old joke, and then she realized what horrible people men are. But you didn't say that, so thank you. Because <laughs> we hear that in the yes, office. Yes, <laughs> we do. <laughs> she found that she was happy with a woman. She's been with her for almost 35 years. Wow. Wow. It's great. Yep. You know, when Travis Kelsey is playing in the games and Taylor is in the stands and she's in the luxury box and they Does keep showing her. I, oh, I forgot he plays. I thought he dates. Yeah, no, he actually plays football. Ah. Uh, I always wonder, like, how much he's thinking about the fact that she's there and what's going on. Um, well, if what's he's, going on in the stands. If he's not thinking about it, it's everywhere else in the stadium. <laughs> right. And, and, but, and he's aware of that now. Right. He knows right. that the cameras are always on her and that the fans are looking at her. So what is going through Travis's head? Well, he actually led us into, gave us a, just a little taste of what he's thinking, at least at the last game. Because something happened during that game <laughs> that clearly Travis was concerned about. Uh, he was on his podcast with his brother Jason, uh, New Heights, and uh, which is like the number one podcast now. Yes, of course. Thank you, Swifties. Um, I'm sure t uh, Travis would say. But while he was playing, um, Travis and Jason's dad was in the box with uh, Taylor, and we saw them actually and interacting. We hadn't seen them. They hadn't. That met was before. the first time yeah. that uh, that they'd met. Right. So here's what Travis was really concerned about. <laughs> knowing that his dad was there. If you were watching the game, you saw something uh, momentous happen. Momentous. Which was Taylor Swift talking to uh, Ed Kelsey. Yeah, Taylor talking to dad. You already know. You know dad like I know dad. Which is, he shouldn't be talking to Taylor this Swift. Is a, this is a terrifying <laughs> conversation. I felt terrible. I felt terrible for uh, Taylor for being in this. Talking but, to mom. Um, All right, that's, you know. 
That's going to be fine. Delightful. Man. It's going to be All a sudden, wonderful see, conversation. If you see Dad talking to anybody and you can't hear what's happening, who knows where that conversation's <laughs> going? We can't, <laughs> we can't keep kicking Dad just because we enjoy doing it, man. Our dad is the best. Yeah. Dad in the world, he, he is. is. Okay, now what? I want to talk to their. I, I want to talk to their dad. I want to. I, I want to say something that's really bizarre that I, I'm just thinking about. Is they, that she has always been kind of private with boyfriends in terms of talking about day to day, and he is now making a business out of it with this podcast. And no shade on it. Right. It's just interesting that this is a different relationship than what we've seen with her before. And he's still they're not very. Talking, he's still uh, not talking di- about her. I know what she says, or but what you know she what I'm thinks. saying. You know what I'm saying. I because mean, by the way, talking I mean, a lot. Here's what he didn't say there, because he knows what the conversation ended up being between his father and, and Taylor, obviously, but he didn't mention that. what it was. Right. So he's probably just small still talk. Still keeping some stuff. I'm sure it was just small talk. You but think? this this would be terrifying if you weren't there when like your partner was talking to your parents. You would be mortified and terrified of like what they're going to say. You're not there to defuse the situation. Yeah, like it's I'll, very yeah, scary. No, but, I, I, but, 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 wait, you, but you didn't. You're not, you're missing something. What? That he had no problem when. Taylor was interacting with, with his Donna. Right. Yeah, it's but Harvey, the dad do you remember? Problematic. Right. You can know. Yeah, I, but I'm going to give you. Do you remember how Donna then went on the Today Show and was like, "Oh, it no, was okay true. meeting her." <laughs> so then he was probably yeah. like, "Oh my God, what is my dad going it to say?" True. Like it's just like it's a terrifying situation There's to be in. There's certain people that you can trust in a conversation, and other people that terrify you. For instance, uh, at a holiday party, um, if my date's talking to Harvey, that's fine. But if I see my date talking to Courtney. I'm terrified. Uh, your dates are obsessed with me, Charles. They love me. <laughs> De- De- Devin, Devin's left behind why. you because Devin he knows, totally he knows exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, he knows exactly what rude. I'm talking about. <laughs> Keep him away from Courtney. Hey, what's up? It's Wiz. I'm out here in Tampa, Florida. Um, I think I was watching the game and I saw it live and it was just really odd. And they, were, they looked like they were happy. looked like jokes. He's probably one of those storytelling dads travis is probably worried about him telling stories about his like childhood or something like that but it looked like a cool moment though they they looked happy or you should have seen his last girlfriend right <laughs> right that he's worried the dad is going to say something right. like that okay we're going to move you're on. much nicer than the last one <laughs> dad please stop uh all right moving on to uh jada pinkett smith Yes, uh, she is still out there talking about her talking, book. Talking, talking, But I got to say, with all the, the drama around the things that she said and people who feel one way or another, you're either in poor Will camp or great that Jada got to say get all this off, off her chest, um, everybody has an opinion. And so when Jada goes out in public now, like she did last night in New York City, went out to dinner with Willow, um, you're always looking to see, like, is it affecting her? She knows. There's no way she doesn't know what all the buzz is and all the reaction to things she she's saying. She seems totally well, at tells- peace with it. And so does Willow, by the way, which I think is interesting because even if Willow and the other kids knew about most of this stuff, clearly they knew their parents weren't living together. Um, but how do they feel now that the rest of the world knows about so it? So actually there is some reporting on this. So a report came out yesterday from a credible entertainment news outlet that cited sources saying that supposedly the family, and what they mean by that is the children, namely Willow and Jaden, et cetera, that they feel, quote unquote, bad for Will. That's supposedly what this report is saying. Now, if you take that at face value, and if you buy that report, 
that report came out before they went out to dinner yesterday, right? Mm -hmm. What do you make of the fact that now they're going out to dinner, all smiley, hugging, et cetera? Is this more of Jada trying to quote unquote keep up appearances? Or it blows up the report, maybe which is what they're trying to do, that uh, if Willow really felt that bad for Will, she wouldn't be going out arm in arm with. Uh, well, with that's what I'm Jada. saying. Like, keeping right. up appearances by meaning like trying to put out a false narrative, like trying to bat down that report. Let's put yeah. on more fake uh, false appearances by looking happy, etc. In any case, I'll be honest with you. This story's kind of running out of juice. There's no more <laughs> revelations. The dust is settling. It is what it is. We're already on to the next memoir, which is Britney. Uh, you know, good luck to Will and Jada. I guess it is interesting that the there's a dichotomy here of. Both memoirs coming out, and Jada has been everywhere talking a lot about everything in the book. She's gotten a lot of publicity out. Whereas Britney is not talking, but I, I don't know which one is. I would, I would think Britney's is going to sell better, but Britney's is going to sell better, and she's not going to do any publicity on it. Yeah, that you. There are two different ways you can promote your book. I'm not. I, we're I, seeing the, both of them. Look, I have no idea. I think there are a lot of people who are saying the more Jada talks about this stuff the less they want to read the book. I think it's not, I'm not sure it's working for her, although I haven't seen the numbers, I may be totally wrong here, but I've just heard such criticism that, you know, right. I, you know. Yeah, her, her PR campaign here has backfired, that's for I sure. think so, I really think so too. Juan from Alabama, uh, my whole deal with Jada is, I'm just hoping that uh, she performs a root cause analysis and just ask herself the five whys just get to the root cause of what her problem is with Will, get it all out, and then from here on out, just speak positive on that man because this this uh, this needs to stop. It really does. Or or don't speak. Or don't about speak. about him. <laughs> yes, address those things for yourself, Jada, but maybe not speak about. I mean, we always we always say you want to read a memoir because you want to learn more. I want to learn less. <laughs> can we take? Can we roll it back? Can we I roll it back backwards on this? <laughs> You know, in the course of 11 days, we have gone from an horrific uh, terrorist attack uh, on innocent people in Israel, at concerts, in their homes, and now we are staring down the very real threat of nuclear war um, after uh, the latest events um, being a, there was a missile strike in Gaza on a hospital, um, which, uh, you know, if hundreds you believe, were killed, if you believe Hamas, they say that Israel uh, fired the missile, but there's intelligence and recordings um, that the U.S. government, President Biden addressed this today, and Israel has said that it was another group that actually misfired this missile, the Palestinian Islamic Jihad. It's not Hamas, but it's related mm -hmm. to. Right. That it, it was a misfire a of that missile, and it ended up hitting the hospital. So whatever it is, there are protests all over in the Middle East right now and against Israel. And Iran now yeah. joined in this and issued a very ominous threat uh, against Israel. So what does it feel like to be in Israel now where this whole event has flipped and now suddenly Israel, uh, where they were the victims of a terrorist attack, is now looking at the possibility of something way more ominous. Um, joining us to talk about this, someone who was there on October 7th and when this all started, uh, Guy Danan was at the concert at the music festival, um, only survived because he hid for uh, hours uh, in the bushes and had a terrifying day there, but what he's dealing with now and everyone in Israel is, 
I can't even imagine. So uh, joining us is Guy Danan. Guy, welcome to TMZ Live. Thank you for being with us. Thank you for having me. So Guy, you must, from your perspective, you know, having been a victim of this terrorist attack, the Hamas attack, um, I, I'm, I'm really curious what your reaction is that it's flipped for a lot of people in the Middle East. Now there are protests against Israel over the, um, the missile that hit the hospital in Gaza. Again, we, like Charles said, you know, there's certainly intelligence suggesting it wasn't Israel that fired it, but it almost doesn't matter because there are protests. And now Israel um, is the bad guy, according to a lot of people in the Middle East. What's your reaction? Yeah, I'm not surprised because uh, Israel is always being portrayed as the bad guys. You know, we were telling footages of we were we were telling stories about beheaded babies, about raping uh, women, and everyone were like, "Oh my God, I can't believe this happened." There's no way that they did that, and people just wouldn't just believe these stories. But the moment that Hamas plays the victim and says. Oh no, the Israelis uh, struck in uh, the hospital, which didn't happen. It was another or, uh, organization, the Islamic Jihad, which their fire, which their uh, missile misfired. And it was really unfortunate. It's innocent people that are being killed. But the, the attempt to just take this incident and drop it on us, take, give us all the fire, it's something that's. Uh, I'm sorry to say, we're used to it as Israelis. People are believing what they want to believe. And people feel comfortable victimizing Israel because Israel is in the strong position. You know, we are the state and the Palestinians are not, they are not independent. I hear what you're saying about um, you're sort of used to Israel being cast as the bad guy in the Middle East. Does it feel different this time because of what has happened and the, the, the states that are now getting involved who are issuing threats, uh, like Iran has issued, does it feel a little bit, not, obviously it's always serious and it's always life-threatening. This seems like it's going to another level now. Um, I don't think anyone feels anything different because after what we've been through, like we were broken to pieces. The, mo the morning on the October 7th was heartbreaking for all of Israel. Everyone didn't believe what, what they've heard and the stories that people are still telling. And we are all together for each other and we're strong. And I know that no matter what, our spirit will never break. And even when I hear uh, what what you're saying, and we hear all these uh, threats. We we know we don't have any other option than staying strong together because that's what we know. I want to get your reaction to what's happened in the last day. Um, there are various people and some leaders that are trying to negotiate some kind of a ceasefire, um, and I'm wondering how that lands in Israel where the goal is to basically ex eliminate Hamas. Hamas. And that if there's a ceasefire, you're kind of back to where you started from. So I'm wondering how you guys are receiving this because there seems to be some pressure uh, to that end. I don't know about the ceasefire because I also think that Hamas must be exterminated. It's not only for 
Israel, it's also for the people of Gaza. And I feel sorry, I really, I feel sorry for the people of Gaza because they can't even protest. Like if someone will speak up against them, they will just die because Hamas don't care about them. And Hamas must be exterminated, not only for Israel, but for the people of Gaza as well, because they're a threat to everyone. So I don't think a ceasefire is something that should be happening until Hamas is at least, at the very least, like very, very, very hurt. Because at the moment right now, if, if the ceasefire will happen at this moment, nothing has been accomplished, in my opinion. Well, we wish well, you safety. Yes, please be safe. May we know better days. Thank you very much. Yeah. Yes. Thank you for the time and stay Thank well. Thank you, Guy. Thanks, Guy. It uh, does seem like very the only, the only, it's hard to find a path that isn't more war. And maybe it's short term, but, well, but you're right. peace doesn't seem like. If Iran makes good on these threats, this world is in for a calamity. Yes. Uh, we're taking a break. All right. Uh, when we come back, Kanye West reaches out to Elon Musk. He wants his help in a dispute that we didn't know was still going on, a dispute between Kim and Kanye. And he has some news about his diagnosis. He's telling Elon he's not bipolar. It's something different. And I'm not sure how he arrived at this diagnosis. You'll hear when we come back. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Welcome back to TMZ Live. We've been saying how we have not actually heard anything from Kanye uh, in a long time. Um, he's, but in, he's in Europe. He's in, uh, Italy. I don't know if he's in Italy. He's somewhere in Europe still. Has been for months. Yes, but there's um, something going on with him that they're, based on what we're about to show you, um, he's got some ill feelings toward Kim and a dispute of some sort about the custody of their kids. Um, and he's turned to Elon Musk, of all people, to support him. So uh, at some point, Kanye composed a text uh, to Elon Musk. It's unclear if he actually, I guess he did send it, because you can see it's on his chat to Elon. He says, um, when are we going to speak? You owe me nothing. You never have to speak to me again. But if we do speak, the nature of the relationship has to change. I'm not bipolar. I have signs of autism from my car accident. He got in a bad car accident back in 2002. 2002. Right, uh, that was when his career was really just getting started. So um, he goes on in this text, and by the way, he, he then screenshots that text and sends it to a friend of his and says, put this out on social media, um, which is odd because Kanye can, he does his account on Twitter. And it's very Twitter revealing. It's very revealing indeed this. But then he goes on. Yes. And it's unclear why he's telling Elon Musk this, unless yeah, he, he, he wants Elon me. to spread the word or something right. like that. So he continues, you can't watch Kim keep my kids from me and not say anything publicly and then call yourself my friend so I can bring my audience to your struggling platform. He disses him 
and then asks for his help in the same sentence. Right. It's all <laughs> extremely bizarre. And like, like you said, Charles, it's weird because, you know, Elon did boot him off Twitter for a little while uh, when all the anti-Semitic stuff came out. But he's back on Twitter. I don't think he has Instagram, but he could have easily posted this text exchange on Twitter. Maybe that's to his point that he doesn't want to bring, you know, attention oh, and followers right. to he didn't Twitter. Right. Exactly, but the, wait, the other, wait, 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 I, I, hold because on. if he had posted because it himself, then on it his gets account, all all the interactions will be on people. Twitter, and and you know that only benefits. But but but, but 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 wait a minute! I thought he gave it to a friend to spread the word. So what, right, what, but what it didn't the, come. But the difference is his friend posting it is different from it being posted on Kanye's Twitter. But but that would get much more attention. Followers has right. a bunch that would of get more attention, and help he, me, help he me doesn't here. want Elon to benefit from. Kanye tweeting. So something. it's retribution against Elon. He doesn't want it on X, but he wants somebody else to he do it. He doesn't want it on his. Kanye doesn't want it. If, if, yeah, Harvey, listen, it's, it's, it's if Kanye Jim, West. If Jim Not a lot nobody, of it makes sense. If Jim Nobody tweets something, right. it doesn't get that much attention. If but Kanye it's getting tweets attention. something, because it's Kanye. Because it's Kanye. But so it would get more attention. Okay. It would get more eyes on Twitter, actually. Is his I don't want to die on this hill. Yeah, but please. Don't. I, I, <laughs> What's the deal, Devin? What's the deal can we just be, with Kim? Can we be honest? No, here? I mean I don't understand the Kim thing. I don't thing. think there is a Kim thing. Well, he I mean, hasn't we, been in the country. He hasn't been in the country. He hasn't seen his kids. I mean, he's been with them a few times. That's weird. The autism thing's a little weird. I looked online. As far as I can tell, there isn't any you know credible correlation between like major uh, brain injury and autism. So it's all just very bizarre. Can we just be real here? He's clearly from, you can tell the text is all over the place. He's going through something. He's going through something right now. And, you know, look, I get it. He tells a friend, post this for me. I wish the friend hadn't, but they're not going to say no to Kanye. They're not going to say, well, he'd get it out no matter what. Right. Then he would have put it out. Right. But it's, it's. What has Elon done? Elon said nothing. And Elon apparently didn't respond. Otherwise, I would think Kanye would have put that out there also. Right. So, yeah, if you're Elon, I think you look at it and you go, Guy's going He's something. going through something. Yeah. Gone from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And while it is possible that um, Kanye's car accident probably could cause some long-term issues in the brain, I'm pretty positive you cannot get autism from a car crash. And as for some of the specific points uh, in that text, I'm really not sure what Kanye thinks Elon could do for him regarding Kim and his kids, because he just seems like you said, an innocent third party to me. And I honestly feel if he wants to get Elon's attention, the best way to do that is to tweet at him. Exactly. It's slightly different. I he think, would engage. I think Kanye had, t- had posted it. I think Elon's irrelevant. I think it's all about he wanted to get that out about Kim without saying it directly. And this is a way of kind of burying the lead and he gets it out. Yeah. Uh, we are going to move on. Yes. Uh, do you remember a, a hit song back in the 80s? I'm trying to remember who Hold sings on. it. I love these. I love name that too. Um, do it. Maybe you can name the artist. The song goes, I want to be a cowboy. Oh, yes. Who is the artist? Who is the you, artist? While you think about that, I I'm going to explain why I want to be a cowboy. I song. <laughs> because uh, Gigi Hadid is into cowboys now, apparently. Uh, sorry. Be- Bella Hadid. <laughs> Bella Hadid. Sorry, I've got Gigi on the mind. We've been all week talking about Gigi. But her sister, Bella, has got herself a new fella. See what I did oh, there? good. See what I did? It's like you could write the cowboy song now. <laughs> did you think who it is yet? I know. I, I, I know the song. No, I know. It, right. Right. Ugh. 
Anyway, Why do you do this? Uh, they are. <laughs> it's going to drive you crazy. So he's a cowboy, this guy. Yeah, and they are uh, hanging out down deep in the heart of Texas. Yeah, they were seen in Fort Worth, Texas, you guys, which is a place I never thought I'd see Bella Hadid being with a cowboy because she's this big supermodel and she's usually always in New York or L.A. But they were seen kissing, hugging, holding hands. People said they seemed very, very happy together. Um, and they poked their heads into a few shops because they look like they're in like a little downtown area. Um, and like you guys said, this, this man... I think it's Aiden or Adon. I'm not really sure how to pronounce his name, but he's well known in the horse riding industry. And that's something they share in common because Bella Hadid is actually into equestrian uh, horses as well. Uh, it's so interesting. How did because they meet? That's the thing that I think is. Well, maybe I, maybe it was an equestrian event, but what's so interesting, oh, yeah. when you think about it, I mean, she is to me such a New York, LA kind of person. Sure. And the idea that. Drop her in Fort Worth? Yeah. <laughs> it's almost like, it's almost like the simple boots, life. Does she have boots on? Oh, oh, she does video. have cowboy boots on, and All she's right. got jeans, and she's really, really dressed down. She's got like a very yeah. faded vintage yeah. uh, leather jacket on as well. Does she have spurs? No, she doesn't have spurs. He does. No. He does. Spurs. She does not. Let's not take it too He's far. He's wearing spurs? <laughs> yeah. Listen, when you, if you're a cowboy, you got to look the part at all uh, times. Oh, look, those are simpler times with, look at Fort Worth. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what, what did you know about Fort Worth? Uh, my relatives, I have a lot of relatives from Texas. But, from, but what do you know about Fort Worth? Not a whole lot. <laughs> Thank you. Hello, my name is Will. I'm from Fort Worth, Texas, actually. First of all, go Rangers, beat the Astros. All right. Second of all, I'm with not that. a whole lot about uh, the Pebble Hadid situation except Free Palestine. And I also I actually used to work at the store she was kissing in front of called Maverick Fine Western Wear. But I was recently let go because they caught me using the Internet on company time, even though it never <laughs> interfered work so oh, you don't have to do so, true confessions so, here, man. sorry for your loss but i do have a question we had a huge argument in the morning meeting today what is a cowboy what qualifies you to be a cowboy is it somebody who is equestrian is it kind of iffy in the air i would say like you used to actually mean working out in the cow fields and that's what the forward stockyards used to be was it was a place where they exchanged stock back in the Civil War days and the World War One days. But now it's kind of mostly just a boutique shop, so it's actually not that surprising to see Bella Hadid out there. So wait a minute, a boutique shop qualifies you? No, to I, I don't think we got. I, I don't think you understood the question. <laughs> I don't think I got it. More than 18 years later, uh, the family of Natalie Holloway finally has what. They have obviously have wanted, um, and what they've believed, uh, most people have believed, that Joran Vandersloot murdered Natalie in Aruba back in 2005. And remember, they never found her body. Right. They do not know how she died. He never stood trial for her murder. Never stood trial, never said that he did it. Well, the floodgates opened today. Yes, he was in an Alabama courtroom where, remember, he was extradited to Alabama to face wire fraud and extortion charges. He entered a guilty plea, but he also confessed fully to what happened on the beach, and it was... Which was part of the plea. Gruesome. Right. Part of the plea that he would um, make this confession, and it was absolutely gruesome. The details of what happened, he admits that he and Natalie were... He says they were on the beach, uh, they were fooling around, he made sexual advances that she rejected, and then he just exploded on her.
the details are, are, are horrifying. Yeah, they were fooling around on the beach. Apparently he wanted to go further. She resisted and ended up kicking him in the crotch. And he responded by beating her to death uh, with a cinder block and disposing of her body in the ocean, which was always speculated that there may have been uh, he and other people disposing of her body in the ocean. But now he's come out and said it and at least given the family some closure. I mean, this was the biggest case in 2005. Nancy Grace couldn't talk about anything else. He's already been convicted of murdering another Someone girlfriend else after, right. the, after this. South America. So he's already in prison. But... Does this give him immunity? Because I know there was, you know, a deal made. This is a plea bargain. So is there a deal made where he gets immunity from prosecution for the murder of Natalie Holloway? That's exactly my understanding. As you said, he's serving this 28-year sentence in Peru over the murder of Stephanie Flores, an entirely separate case. He was extradited back here in this extortion and defrauding case related to the Holloway case. And in return for this plea deal where he confessed to the crime, he'll finish the sentence in Peru and then come to the U.S. only to face punishment for this extortion case. Wow. After he made his confession, uh, Beth Holloway spoke about what this means for her family. Today, I can tell you with certainty that after 18 years, Natalie's case, it's solved. As far as I'm concerned, it's over. It's over. Yaron Vandersloot is no longer the suspect in my daughter's murder. He is the killer. Thanks to a lot of very smart and dedicated people here, I got the answer I've been searching for for the past 18 years. Yaron Vandersloot's confession means we have finally reached the end of our never-ending nightmare. I gotta say, Beth Holloway is such a strong person, and she kept this fight up for yep. 18 years when it just looked like there would never be justice. And I'm not sure you call this justice or not, but for her, it's close. It's it's, no, a, he it's a measure of closure. I gotta say, I want to applaud the prosecutors who clearly said they figured this he's out. He's not going to stand trial for the murder, but we're going to make him stand in court and actually say what happened. Uh, you know, it is justice, it's, you it's know? as close to as a it, conviction for the murder as you're going to Right, get. and it's ju it's justice without real justice. You know, yeah. it's like you're not going to prosecute him, but you never would have because they never found the body. They couldn't pin it right. on him, but at least Beth and her family got the answers they've been looking for for 8 and, years. and it's not like this guy's walking free. He's going to be in prison for a long time. Right. Gina M. Wilkes from Amarillo, Texas. My heart goes out to the Holloway family. That was a horrific way for their daughter to die. But this is no crime of passion. Vandersloot is a serial killer. Well, he, yeah. he's, he, killed, uh, he killed his other girlfriend after this. So, right. yeah, absolutely. So Kelly Clarkson's got uh, a new look, um, and her fans have lots of opinions about it. She posted a photo behind she the looked, scenes. She, she went great. Yeah, she went. Uh, this was when she was going on uh, Fallon, and everyone noticed not just her fashion, but she seems much slimmer. I don't think we've seen her really a lot, if have, if at all, since the strikes. And That's so, right, because of the you know, when people are, you know, people are at their homes or doing whatever, and then all of a sudden people reemerge, and it's like, wow, they're different. Uh-huh. Um, and that's what fans noticed. And look, most people were just saying, wow, you look great, you look great. And then there are always people who say, you look great, but there's always a but. Come on, guys. Yeah, <laughs> Come on. so look, it's, it's kind of a mix, like you said, Charles, but a lot of people are saying 
this is the work of Ozempic. And some people are saying it as a dig. Others are saying it as like a positive thing because, you know, Ozempic is used for people that do have some kind of health issues and, you know, it, a side Diabetes, effect is losing right. the weight. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, some people said, it looks like you've been hitting the Ozempic, Ozempic <laughs> to the rescue. And then you have a, another group of people saying like, this is revenge bod. She got a divorce in uh, last year in March. Um, and they're saying, Brandon Blackstock, eat your heart out. Whoever's criticizing, they're not doctors. So they're not doctors, but I'm just going to say doctors don't use Twitter. I am just going to say <laughs> X that it's just healthier and good on her. It's just that's great. I mean, it is healthier not to carry as much. It just is. And um, good on her. Jennifer from Ohio. And I think Kelly looks great. Um, whatever is between her and her doctor, they made that decision. And I think good for her for taking her health and putting that first. Yeah, yes, indeed. That's great. Uh, what else you guys want to talk about? Hey y'all, this is Candy from Dallas, and I want to talk about Britney Spears. And let me just say, my heart goes out to her, the fact that Justin made her get an abortion, regardless of the fact of how young they were, that is still hard for any woman. I just had a baby, I had my first son a month ago, and I couldn't imagine if my man told me to get an abortion, I would kill him. So like, I just, I feel so bad. That woman has gone through everything, God bless her. And remember, though, they had many talks, and th this is detailed in the book, and ultimately they reached agreement on this. But yeah, I mean, according to Brittany, at least, Justin was felt the one who was yeah. driving that to uh, have the abortion. That's right. Uh, one more. Hi, Letitia from Dallas, home of the Texas Rangers. And, you know, this Jada thing, I'm so happy to see her out smiling because when she first started this book tour, she was very stoic, not smiling, and matter-of-fact-ish. And, and once the people, we the people, saw red, and it wasn't that red table, she figured out, oh, wait, I need to dial it back. And seems to me like she's backpedaling just a little bit, showing the softer side. So seeing her out with her daughter smiling is much better. I'm just not sure why she didn't drop a Netflix special, because we've heard everything about the book but before even having to buy it. Yeah. I know you love this phrase. You know people who just love love? Um, Travis Barker and Kourtney Kardashian are those people because they just celebrated an anniversary. Not their wedding anniversary, their engagement anniversary. Who does that? <laughs> who does they celebrated that? Celebrated the day they got engaged. Oh I guess my how God. many years has it been now? And you can't remember. Fill now. the house with flowers. I mean, it's lovely. A lot of flowers. But my That's a God. Lot of roses, man. Are they going to do the third and the Wait fourth? A second. What, what if I wanted to buy roses this weekend? Well, you there, couldn't. It's going to be could. more expensive. No, you. They're gone, I mean, okay? They're gone. I don't gone. want to buy roses. So. so what we don't know is when is she going to give birth? If she hasn't if she already. Because we haven't seen Courtney in a while. No, and um, our spidey senses are up a little bit. <laughs> well, a little bit, just because yes. has she had this baby? Do we know? What's going on? Are the flowers for the baby? And are they? is, is engagement thing a subterfuge? So many questions. we got a lot of questions. Tune in next time. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>